This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Sense Pants Radio, Australia's dumbest podcast network. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 15 of Zombie Plague Chulp. What happened last time? Well, you're about to you're about to find out. I look at Popsy, has no hair, and go and feel for my hair. You have no hair, Tiffany. I suddenly I notice. Oh. I suddenly notice that my vision's a bit clearer, and it's because I don't have eyelashes anymore. Artisember looks at you, draws his weapon. He's ready to fight, but he's not going to let you command him. What the fuck, F- flask. <laughs> <laughs> do, oh dear. Do you want help? Something tells me that uh, all these hours of being rude to people for no reason is... I don't want to, like, you know, put a negative spin on it, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, It's catching up to us and it's no good. Us? Yep, us. I've done nothing. You I've... use the term we a lot. <laughs> oh, my Lord! Holy shit! Hey, Adam, is Cass, it, uh... get a good boy cut. <laughs> no, Cass, get a bad boy cut. Oh. When both of you hear the bell tolling... You both age 10 years. Are you fucking kidding? Nope. Are you kidding? Yeah. Adam. I don't live very long, Adam. Yeah, that's a good question. Hey, how old were either of you? I think I was early 20s. Not anymore. So I'm 27. Yeah, well, you're 37 now. Just a regular looking chameleon. How big? At the size of a chameleon. It looks at you and says, can you help me out of here? There's nothing else in the room it- other than a skeleton holding a burning candle. Pop, you're in a room with burning lava falling upon you. The only feature of this room is a skeleton holding a burning candle. What do you do? I grab the candle. You make another dexterity saving throw as more lava hits you. That's a fail. (laughs) Hey, Adam. Yeah. Are you a big dumb idiot? Adam. Yes. Can I blow the candle out? You take another nine points of damage. Mercifully, not much. Then you blow the candle out and with a pop, you disappear from that room. So just for everybody... um, uh, I, I I did not solve that on my own. Cass is frantically miming blowing a candle out to me, and uh, it took too long, quite honestly. <laughs> well, be, as Tiffany is not part of this, <clears throat> Cass, I will allow you yes. to work with Pop. You can be Nang Nang in his mind, Ooh. helping him solve these problems. And what's your Nang Nang voice? Is it this one? 
I'm not. I uh, yes, yeah, something like that. Okay, I'm nang nang. All right. What am I like? You do not share with others. You are a selfish piece of shit. No, no, we don't. We don't want to share with them. No. Pop. You immediately begin to choke as you were teleported to a room with no light, no sound, and no air. Fuck. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, uh, dude, should have brought the candle oh, with me. You have me. dark vision, right? I do. You see sculptural reliefs on the walls of this dark cell showing tornadoes uprooting trees and tearing cities apart. And mm. Arakra, they're the flying the eagle people. Yep. I don't know if you've met any on this adventure. I don't think you've met any of in this adventure. And Arakra skeleton embedded in one of the walls holds an iron sconce bearing an unlit red candle. Light again. Uh, you are suffocating as the rules. Hang on, I need to no, no, no. I'm not suffocating. You know why? Why? I can hold my breath for up to an hour, baby. You did you hold your breath before you blew out the candle? No. I'm so glad I picked the candle up before I blew it out too, because <laughs> oh, the candle is no longer in your hands. It got left behind. What the fuck, Adam? Yeah, sorry, buddy. Ah, uh... <laughs> oh, I don't have anything to light. Uh, maybe I do. You can survive for a number of rounds equal to your constitution modifier. You can survive four rounds before you die. <laughs> so what's on the what's on the picture again? Sculptural reliefs on the walls. Oh of God, this why show, did I do this? Show tornadoes uprooting trees and tearing cities apart. Yep. And a rockra skeleton embedded yep. in one wall holds yep. an iron sconce bearing an unlit red candle. Okay. And it's all it's all reliefs. There's no real trees or anything. Like there's not, there's not. It's just all stone, is what I'm trying to ask. It's just all stone, yeah. Okay, I light my tinder. I use the tinder box to light the candle. You, you try to light, but you strike a match. Nothing happens. You strike a match again. You realize there's no there's air. No in the air. Cell. Um, that was one round. Um, if you go unconscious, no one can get there. I I take the candle out and put it in my mouth. <laughs> You can't make air either, unfortunately. <laughs> the Arakra. Hey, Cass, do you have any, any, any? Ah, the Arakra. Nang nang. Help. The Arakra skeleton stares at you stupidly. And nang nang. Fuck. I'm, come on, you weird fucking frog piece of shit. Ow! The, the reliefs. What's in the reliefs? Trees, tornado, Arakra. Can you take anything from the reliefs? Uh, I try to touch the reliefs, Adam. There's nothing there. And are That's the, your second round. Oh. And the rocker skeleton is just... Sitting there, yeah. It's bones unmoving. Does it have wings? It does. I grab the wing bones and, like, try to make them, like, flap, like, create wings. Like, make them fly, make they some air. They won't move. You just pop them out of the wall. You're holding Fuck. them in your hands. I'm going to say that's your... Th- uh, yeah, that's your third turn. You're just holding the 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 wings. They feel they're bird's wings, so they feel light and brittle. No air, can't light a candle. I have no spells that do fire. They're brittle, light, like light as air. Break the bones! Break the bones! I crush them. A little puff of air comes out of each broken bone. Can I breathe? Um, I'll give you one more round. Can I use? One of the bones and... You just, bro- you just breathed in that air. Smash the skeleton. I grab the skull mm-hmm. and over the candle, trying to light the candle, I also crush the skull. All right. You 
a little puff of oh. air comes out. You light, <laughs> you light the candle. All right, Nang Nang, we're doing all right, okay? When, once we get through this, you can absolutely fuck off out of my head, though. Why didn't they let us keep the candle? Well, I don't know. That's a good point. <laughs> Bullshit. We could have two candles by now. Yes, and bones, lots of bones. Didn't even let me keep the fucking bones, neither. Hey, I'll do your deal. If you go back in anyone else's head, don't you tell them what we found in here, yeah? No. Yeah, good. Adam, yes. can we, like, zoom out? We're going to do a smash cut. Yeah. What's happening? Uh, what's happening? What's happening back uh, back outside? The door seals shut. Valindra says, hmm. Artist Simbra looks a little shocked. What do you do, Tiffany? We need to break it open. What are you doing? I try and find any tool I have. I don't think even think I have any tool for smashing, but I do my best. Belindra starts slamming her magical quarterstaff into it, but she's not very strong, and this is not really what she's suited for. Artist Simbra and Flask, Flask of Wine starts clawing at it with his nails, oh. but he just starts breaking nails. Artist Simber slams his body into it once, then summons an I- a polar bear made out of ice that starts slamming at the door. But it's made out of solid stone. None of you can open it. Huh. Pop! Come to terms with the fact that you're going to lose your friend. Should we? <clears throat> we should wait, right? Uh, <laughs> I'd like that there are people in the party who are like, Should we? Would Pop wait for us? Pop would wait for me. Pop? Yeah. This tomb is filled with terracotta warriors kneeling in neat ranks around a polished wooden coffin. Between the warriors, four aisles scattered with broken pottery lead up to the coffin whose whose painted lid shows a leopard with serpents sprouting from its shoulders. You do not have either of those spirits in your head. Nang Nang has no advice for you. You are in what is quite obviously Shigambi's tomb. What do you want to do? Uh, um, I would like to... There's like an aisle, like a walkway in front of me. Yep, with broken pottery on it. And terracotta warriors everywhere. Yeah. Okay, before I move, I would like to say the magic command word for the Pearl of Power... And regain a third level spell slot because I have used them all up. When you say the word for that pearl of power, all the terracotta warriors turn their heads to face you. As one, they pull their swords a few inches from their scabbards. We're going to go to initiative. It's just going to try to heal myself, Adam. You get that third level spell slot back. <sighs> Pop, you know enough. To know that if you step off this plate and then back onto it, you will teleport. You're not sure where you're going to teleport, but you are sure that you're about to fight an and <laughs> you're about to fight um 48 terracotta warriors. Adam. Yeah. How close am I to a wall? You're you've got your back to one. How high is this room? The room is 15 feet high. I'd like to climb the wall. Okay. You think if you teleported and then teleported back so they didn't know where you were, that might be better. I could always do that later. I want to get to the... I want to. Don't yes. you want to get to the box? Of course, but I don't want to <laughs> die. <laughs> Tiffany Nang Nang? The terracotta warriors <clears throat> follow you, but they can't attack you. You're too high. Hmm. You can see that 
coffin in the middle of the room. If you drop down to it, though, they will attack. Yeah, okay. Uh, can I go over one of the other teleportation pads? You can so go- they're just, like, following me around like a mass. Yes. Oh, I'm going to heal myself. Oh, okay. Third level. Good. You recover 21 hit points. Make us strong. All right. You have another third level spell if you want to heal yourself again. Oh, really? I thought I'd use two. Mm, I had that you'd only used one. I'll err on the side of your favor for this. So you can heal yourself again if you want. I would like to heal myself again. You recover... Well, didn't help that much. You recover a further eight hit points. Does the terracotta... Do the terracotta pieces in the middle suggest that these these warriors are super fragile? They look a bit fragile, but you're not sure how the magic works. Smash them. I don't have anything. Pick up one to smash with another. Uh, that would involve getting down off the wall. No, that's bad. Hey, do you have rope? Yeah. Lasso. Yeah, can I lasso, lasso. one? Lasso. You could lasso one, yes. However, the coffin, the coffin um, uh, uh, is in the middle of the room. Hey, Adam, mm-hmm. can I abseil down to the coffin? You could abseil down to the coffin. Uh, I mean, like, all the terracotta warriors would be around there. I mean, you, they would, you would be able to climb back up and then crawl along the wall again and stuff like that, yeah. Use the rope to open the coffin, maybe. <laughs> Get a good boy card. <laughs> hey Adam. Yeah. Can I um can I um can I use the rope to open the sarcophagus? You walk <laughs> to the middle of the room using Nang Nang's power, you're just standing on the roof. You make a lasso out of the rope, lower it down, loop it around the coffin, drag the coffin open, and you are looking into the coffin now. You see what is in the coffin. You see that there are 200 gold pieces. You're not going to be able to collect that. There's five moonstones. Ow. Anyway, keep going. There's five moonstones. There's a... Oh, that's right. When you open the the coffin, a, a, like a soft, tinkling, melodic sound starts to fill the room. Opening the coffin has also opened a little music box within the coffin. Obviously a trap. <laughs> That would have set off all the terracotta warriors. Ah, oh, because they react to sound. Yeah, I could have just been quiet and I would have been fine. No, you would have been in the middle of them. This is better. Yeah, this is, on the whole, probably the best solution. True. There is also a a mandolin, which you can tell is obviously enchanted. Huh. The mandolin is obviously what you want. Yeah. Can I use the rope to... Lasso the mandolin. You absolutely can. You pull the mandolin up, uh, and then you grab it, do you? Yeah. <sighs> what? What? Don't touch it! No, but it's mine. I, it's mine. No one else's. My, my fucking mandolin. I want Fuck, to he's stay. Right. He's right, though. Get a good boy card, but damn, Tom, you're stupid. Six shadowy serpents slither out of the mandolin and coil around your body. You're going to fall off the roof. You hear a voice <laughs> in your mind say, I am not your enemy. Oh, fuck. Tom! I'm going to fall off the roof. <laughs> oh, my God, Tom. Tom, you dumb little boy. Oh. You stupid, <laughs> stupid little boy. <laughs> I thought you were just being like, no, I'm Nang Nang and 
I don't want to leave your brain not know I'm Nang Nang and therefore you won't have my powers. Hey, Adam, just out of curiosity, uh, does, uh, oh does the, uh, does the Kamandan's powers also involve the ability to climb walls? Shigami's power. I'm dang, dang, I'm fighting this. Yeah, I'm- of course. While inhabited by Shigambi, you can make one extra attack when taking the attack action on your turn. Shigambi's... Does that mean in the first round of combat, if I use Zephyr Strike and that power, I can attack five times? Uh, no, because you don't get your usual three... At- oh, you would only be able to attack four times. Only? Yeah. <laughs> if you were using, like, your hammer and sickle, you would be able to attack five times. I don't have that anymore. Yeah. Shigambi's floor, BT Dobbs, is I never show mercy to evildoers. So let me pose you a situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get Shigambi. Yeah, yeah. You fall off the ceiling. Yeah. You can't let the terracotta warriors go. They're evildoers. I can't. I I survive. Say you survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get back to your party. Artisimber, Flask of Wine. Yeah. Tiffany, the Lizard, Valindra. Yeah, yeah, I have to kill her. Oh, man, I hope I get Shigambi in my head. You'll kill us all. So, let's make a very important saving throw. Yes, please. All right. You pass your saving throw. (sighs) You resist Shigambi's influence. But Adam, I don't want to. You would have fallen off the roof. Ow. I still don't fucking like you. Once we're out of here, blippity blip, off you go. I'm not keeping your secrets. (laughs) That's funny. Get a good boy card. (laughs) I'm not keeping the Pearl of Power. No, you need me. Yeah, I really want it. <laughs> so, what are you doing now, Pop? <clears throat> you know that the teleportation circles, if you step on them, you will be teleported again, but you're not sure where or what will happen. So I'm not going to go back to the one that I started from. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the northern one. You step onto the teleportation circle, and you are teleported. This dusty room is 15 feet square and empty, except for an ornate rectangular mirror mounted on the wall opposite the room's only exit. You're going to have to make a charisma saving throw. Oh, that's really good, Adam, because I'll just check my sheet here. Ah, yes. Charisma is my lowest ability. Sorry, what's your lowest ability? Charisma. I've got good news and I've got bad news. Which would you prefer first? I would like the good news and then, Adam, just don't tell me the bad news. Well, the good news is, Cass, we're going to be focusing on you for a while. (laughs) Oh, no. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, Adam. Yeah? Just look, I have to know. What's, yeah. what's the bad news, champ? The bad news is that you are sucked into the mirror that you are looking at. <sighs> <laughs> you find yourself... Son of a bitch. You find yourself in an infinite expanse filled with thick fog that reduces visibility to 10 feet. You no longer feel the desire to eat, drink, or sleep. However, you, you, you do not know where you are. Right. <laughs> this is wholly unpredictable and I don't Entirely think it's Entirely preventable. Good. <laughs> well, no, because it's just the, the, it's the way I am. I can't be more <laughs> charming, Adam. Uh-huh. I mean... You could try. Pop could be. I can't be. Oh, he's, he's hit the max. <laughs> Hey, Adam. Yeah? Now that I am safe, well, now that I am... You don't know that you're safe. Now that I'm no longer hanging from the ceiling. Correct. uh, That much you know. That much I know. (laughs) What I would like to do is 
I want to see what Shagambi's like. No. Right. Why? Well, hey, what do you mean no? It's never, when has it ever been good? Hey, remember you, when I could only tell the truth? You putting your hands on that mandolin? I am picking up that mandolin, baby. All right. Six shadowy serpents slither out of the mandolin and coil around your body. You hear a purring voice in your mind. I am not your enemy. So Nang Nang's gone. Yes. You now have Shagambi in your mind. So for everyone, uh, hey, Cass, Shagambi, yeah. Yeah. Uh, her, she can... Uh, I get an extra attack on my turn, extra action on the turn. Oh, wow, you can attack a lot. I can attack like 12 million times. But uh, here's the fun part, Cass. What? I never show mercy to evildoers. No. no. Shigambi, female, yes. neutral good, wise and virtuous. Mm-hmm. Your new inherited flaw, yes, I never show mercy to evildoers. Enemy is Nang Nang, so Nang Nang is definitely upset that you've swapped places. I'm never going to use Nang Nang again, he sucks. And yes, you get an extra attack. So this is good. So uh, I'm just going to hang out with my cat friend in where hell, I guess. What are you? What are you going to do? Chill, <laughs> Tiffany. You've spent ten to fifteen solid minutes working away at the secret door or the the closed sealed wall. You just can't break it apart. None of you can. You're not exactly sure how to progress, but eventually Artis Simba, who maybe had like a shovel or something like that, leans back, sweat dripping from his brow, leans back on his shovel and through pants says, I don't, I don't think we're going through this, this door. No. Um, well, uh, there are a lot of secret entrances to other Rooms? Maybe we can have a look for another way in. There's the devil's open mall before. Actually, no, wait. The the lizard tells you that it is it is um chameleon. Chameleon, sorry. The chameleon is that not type of a type of lizard? Yes, but that's just like saying like the dog when it's a dalmatian. Well, it's just a bit of flavor, Adam. All right, the chameleon <laughs> has told you that the mouth doesn't go anywhere. You have three ways forward. Well, four. All right, there's a bunch of different ways you haven't explored. Directly to your south. There's a set of stairs, which you do not know where they lead. If you go back into the room with the gargoyles, there is another pathway in that main room that you haven't explored. You can go down the hole in the gargoyle room, which you don't think is... You think it's probably not the correct course of action. Not smart. (laughs) Or you can go back down that spiral staircase that you left a couple rooms ago. We can't just leave him. Um, Valindra... Do you know any spells that could help? Valindra shakes her head. I have many spells that could get us uh, around the dungeon, but many of them are suppressed within the dungeon. Okay. If I attempted to transport us past this door, I fear it would only lead to us in a worse predicament than your friend. What do you think's happened to him? I could only hazard a guess. I would say that we should progress forwards. Perhaps we backtrack to the main chamber or we take these stairs. Okay, the stairs are new. Let's go for the stairs. A stone slab blocks the end of this corridor. Painted on the slab is an image of a gaunt male humanoid wearing a hooded robe. His face is a mask of stars. The figure's withered left hand is raised with its palm extended. You seen this before? The chameleon shakes his head. No. What if I gave him a voice like this? He's going to speak like this from now on. Because <laughs> his hey tongue's guys. so long. Yeah. That's hard for him to my talk. tongue's so long. Oh, it's tricky for him. Belindra steps forward and imitates the image before you. 
the stone slab slowly slides out of the way. Do you know what I love is how both Valindra and Artis just give zero fucks about our emotional well-being at this point because they're just done with our bullshit. Oh, Valindra turns enough. around. Valindra turns around and says, "We have encountered these before." The slab sinks into the floor, revealing a dusty passageway beyond. Relief carvings on the wall depict crowds of humanoids fleeing a black star in the sky, with rays of light extended from it to turn those they strike to dust. Valindra, na- uh, you, you, no, sure, you're in a position where you can see Valindra narrowing her eyes. Artis Simber makes like a hmm sound. Does it look like the people are maybe? In this room? No, the, there are no corpses in the room. Can I ask a question, Adam? Mm. If I were to describe the verb of what was taking place in this relief, even though I'm not in the room, yeah. but just say I was, yeah. would I describe the verb as soul-mongering? No, you would not. Feels very soul-mongery. And is there some sort of star on the ceiling that I could avoid? You can't see. The room is... It's not really a maze, but the room has like a lot of twists and turns to it. So there's a lot of room you can't see. We should stick together. Very well, then. Who wishes to go in first? Artisember draws his sword and lights a torch. I'll go first, he says. Oh, hang on. I got Kuba then. I pro- I'm already in front. All right. <laughs> so you walk through first. Sorry. I'll. Can I just uh, quickly change that? Um, instead of saying we should stick together, I'll say, follow me. <laughs> And I'll start walking. You enter the room, followed by Artisimber, Valindra, Flask of Wine. I think that's your entire posse at this point. And the lizard. The room is roughly divided by walls that kind of resemble an H, if that makes sense. There's kind of like a central area and then either side of the H. We're going to go clockwise around the outside, so left first. A green stone face of devilish countenance protrudes from the wall. The devil's mouth is agape and filled with darkness. This guy's so horny for devils. Valindra walks around the area and you hear her muttering underneath her breath. Her eyes flash silvery for a moment and she stops before the devil's face. Peering at it, she says, I would not touch this if I were you. There is strong magic around it. Transmutation. I would say there is some trickery to this mouth. Oh, it's a good thing I'm not with you because I would have touched it. <sighs> Is there something we could get from the mouth? Is it hiding something that could be useful to Do you to approach us? the mouth? No. I'm I'm brave. I'm not stupid. This woman is smarter than me and I should bow to her. All right. So you, are you asking her a question? Yes. Yes. It could be, but I would say not. I do not think there is anything but pain within that mouth. It's like such a dumb trap. Hey, here's the big evil mouth. Ma- but like- you would have touched it. <laughs> Get a good boy card. <laughs> Fuck yes, you would have. <laughs> yeah, I would have. That's great, uh, ass. <laughs> Man, I was about to make fun of Asarak and I'm just making fun of me. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good that you're in the mirror realm at the moment. Uh. Time to reflect. <laughs> Get another good boy card. Uh. Fuck off. Time to reflect. Shut up. As you continue to move around the room, you inevitably, because the room is just so tight, you come within five feet of that devil mouth. I duck. You duck, but you you can hear whispering coming from the devil mouth. Oh, I've dealt with this with that skull. 
what's it saying though? You just hear something malevolent coming from the mouth. Well, I walk on by. As you round the corner and you catch a glimpse of the middle of the H, you see in this central open space a gold crown topped with a glittering black opal rests on a marble pedestal. Are you kidding me? Adam, I'm really angry. Is that one of the special treasures? Valindra gestures to it and says, that would be the black opal crown. Oh, if I stay with the group, I would have one of my special treasures. Artis Simba counters, yes, I I think it's something, what did they say? The archmage Sadamor of Nethril. Uh, legend speaks of how he saw the depths of humanity's evil and he he created the Sphere of Annihilation, which is a an awful artifact. A sphere, a, 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 a creature, not a creature, it's an entity that if anything touches it, they get sucked into it and they are irrevocably, irrevocably destroyed. There is no coming back from the Sphere of Annihilation. Adam, am I in the Sphere of Annihilation? Um... Yes, he created it to what? consume, <laughs> to consume creation. Uh, but the yes, the black opal crown was once worn by this archmage who created the uh, sphere of annihilation. There are some saying that they're connected; that there's some magic that links them. But whether or not that's true is irrelevant. Do you think? Anyway, it's- that would explain what we saw in the mouth. Villandra nods. I would say so. I would say that what was in the mouth was a sphere of annihilation. Had any of us put our hands in, we would be dead. Hey, Cass, considering yeah. that the Annihilation Sphere is in the mouth and the crown is not, I reckon you should take it for you for good friend Pop. I was going to. Yes! I've already got the navel of the moon. Do you think it's safe to touch it? I know Pop really wanted this. I would guarantee that there is a trap associated with it. It would not just sit here otherwise. Just going to put it out there. Just, this is a hypothetical. Yeah. This is a hypothetical. Just have a think. You free me from whatever hellscape mirror dimension I'm currently trapped in. Uh-huh. And we continue through the dungeon. And then at some point in the dungeon, I learned that you saw the crown and know where it is and didn't get it. I turn to Artis and Valindra and Flask of Wine. Mm-hmm. I know Pop really wanted this. Artis Simber Would- doesn't say anything, but he has become as stiff as a corpse. Well, if Pop were here... He'd just take it and we'd have to deal with whatever happened. I want to get this for Pop, but I really understand if you guys don't want to do that. And I won't stop you from not. Do you guys, do you want to get it for Pop? If if you don't care enough, we won't get it. He can get it himself later. If you collect the item, I will stand by you and back you up. But if we're voting to see who's going to collect the item, I'm going to vote no. Valindra seems more tempted by it. But you can also tell that she wants it herself. She doesn't want Pop to have it. She wants it. She says, ultimately, let us get the crown. Aris? Aris looks pale, but nods. Are you sure? You, you he don't... backs up. He puts his back against the wall and knocks an arrow in his bow. Flask? Flask of wine, wheezing softly. Flask, you can, you can step out. You don't have to be here. Flask of wine walks outside. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. Also, hey, D&D is fun, but if you're wishing that we could hear Jackson or Zamet waxing poetic about video games they've played and give them a score based on a frankly baffling rating system that I refuse to understand, then do I have news for you. Thumbcramps is a show by Jackson, Zamet, Dusha, and occasionally Cass, where they, as my dad calls it, ignore Total Overdose, the most pivotal game of the early 2000s. So, if you like the sound of that, or if you want to know why my dad keeps calling them total hacks, then head on down to sanspantsradio.com and search for thumb cramps. Who's going to grab the crown? Me. As you lift the crown off the pedestal, you hear... The two stone slabs. I'm just going to put it out there, Cass. I said to grab it. I didn't say just to grab it. Like, you could have sussed if they're, like, how to not make the trap go. Hey, look, Kubazan and I, we got ah, this. It's true. It's true. The There were two two exits to this room, and both of them seal shut with those stone slabs. And now there are none. <laughs> you hear from the east, from the mouth, you hear something slimy and wet hit the ground twice. Feet, hopefully, and not two things. Artisimber and Valindra are standing back to back in the center near you. I ready my green flame blade. Tiffany, you take six and then 13 points of damage as both of the creatures fix you with a literal and figurative withering stare. Holy shit, they can petrify. You feel magical, malevolent energy washing over you. And then it is your turn. However, you feel an aura of annihilation washing off them onto you. You take a further 10 points of damage. 
Also, uh, their death gaze continues. You're going to need to make two constitution saving throws. Oh, these are the action. Do you know what? I'm glad I'm in the mirror. Oh, shut up. (laughs) You take 19 points of damage. (laughs) Tiffany, you may now have your turn. Okay. There's two of them, one on each end. Um, I've never used my circlet of blasting before. Once a day, it allows you to cast a spell called Scorching Ray, Uh which is a spell that is quite powerful and famously good against undead. I don't even know if these creatures technically count as undead. Oh, no, they do. Okay. What, what are these you can creatures? see that. What are, they, what are these creatures? Are? Don't roll if I know. I'm in a fucking mirror world. Mm, I'm rolling if Tiffany knows. She's clever. She wouldn't get in that situation. Tiffany, <laughs> you know that these creatures are bodaks. A bodak is the undead remains of someone who revered Orcus, which is a an evil god. Basically, someone who revered, revered an evil god. Who? Devoid of life and soul, it exists only to cause death. A Bodak retains vague impressions of its past life. It seeks out both its former allies and its former enemies to destroy them, as its warped soul seeks to erase anything connected to its former life. Even nature despises Bodaks. The sun burns away a Bodak's tainted flesh. The creature's gaze lays waste to the living. Anyone a Bodak slays with its gaze withers, its face frozen in a mask of terror. Hey, that's what you'd be having right now. The monster's mere presence is so unnatural that it chills the soul. Animals untrained for war instinctively flee just before a Bodak arrives. The soul of a creature that becomes a Bodak is so damaged that it is unfit for most forms of magical resurrection. Only a wish spell or similar can return a Bodak to its former life. The Bodak does not require air, food, drink, or sleep. So if I... If I don't look at it, can it not? You can avert your gaze, but that'll be that won't really start taking effect until your next turn. But yes, you can avert, avert your gaze. Okay, um, I would like to use my scorching ray power mm-hmm. on the one closest to me, unless I can hit both. You cast three rays. You can hurl one. Yep, yeah, no, you can, you get three attacks with scorching ray. You can hurl it at both of them if you want. It might be smarter to concentrate fire though, <laughs> figurative and literally figurative. Because it might be smarter to hit all three on one, and literally because it is a fire attack. Ah, yes. No, um, it's better to have only one chance instead of two chances of being petrified into stone. I would like to cast all three on the one closest to me. That's fair. And then try and avert my gaze. Now, your first two hit, and then the third one misses. Can I have advantage on the third one? You certainly can. Another you will still miss, unfortunately. That is very sad. What if you had a plus D4? She could hit with that. You hit. Hey! Adam, I have a a question. It's unrelated to this fight, but a little Mm -hmm. bit related to this fight. So you said that the Bodaks, their souls are like fucked or something. Yeah. Because of evil gods and that they do not need to eat, sleep or drink. Yes. So I don't need to eat, sleep or drink. And you said my soul was broken. Am I a Bodak? You deal 30 points of damage to the nearest one. Oh, fuck. Pop, you take 30 points of damage. I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> my you God. Oh, my God. Oh. Simber fires four arrows in quick succession. You can see that he's going as rapidly. He's moving as quickly as his fingers will allow. And, Tiffany, you can maybe also see panic in his eyes. He does not like this situation one little bit. He warned you about this. But he could have left. Yeah, but he's not. He's not. That yeah, kind you're of right. You're. Are you gonna? Are you 
seriously fucking criticizing him for standing by you? God damn it. We treat- I'm not criticizing him. It was very kind of him to stand by. But I asked, I said so many times, you don't have to. I'm really Shifting grateful. the blame. I'm really grateful that he's here. Arta Simba drops one of the Bodaks with your help. He drops the one that you were striking. So after a three bursts of fire and three arrows actually hit, the uh, creature topples over backwards, properly dead. <laughs> and it's Valindra's turn. I'm not even going to roll. She just deals with the other one. <laughs> There's so many spells she has that she could do for this. She, they can't hurt her. They can only do necrotic damage. She's not just immune to it, it heals her. Oh, God, she's She's cool. so strong. You deal with the two Bodaks. Valindra gives like a, hmm, I was expecting more of a challenge, I suppose. Uh, I stand there bleeding, I guess, and say, yeah. <laughs> Our Decembers <laughs> may be bandaging one of your arms. It doesn't actually help. Like, it doesn't give you any yeah. hit points, but it's it's like all he can do. Thank you. And thank you for... Thank you for taking that other one out. I thank who, do you, who are you talking to? I both of them. Oh. I thank them both individually for their help. Hey, have the has they the both room? just nod and you get heavy mom and dad vibes from them. <laughs> in my head, I'm like two moms. <laughs> God, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. Uh, I from having none dad, and dad vibes. What are you talking about? I've been told that people are and aren't moms. I. Oh, okay, not sure about fair. dads, and I would never betray my one father. Only to get put you on a different ship to teach you about dads. Yes, well, you. no, to be fair, you know everything you need to know about dads. Yes. Dads would never show warmth and affection in a way that mums do because dads don't know how to do that. I've had a dad. I haven't had a mum. No. So, After your little ordeal, you walk back to the stone slabs that have sealed up, and you see painted on the inside of the slab is a male humanoid wearing a hooded cloak, once again with stars where his face should be. The figure holds up his right arm, which is severed neatly at the elbow. Valindra clucks. Clucks? Like that. What happened to the Bodaks? The Bodaks? Yeah. Valindra heaped their corpses in the room. They're they're, they're there, though. They're still a corpse. We could try cutting Cutting one of the Bodaks' arms off and just recreate the statue with the Bodak, yeah. Yeah? You could attempt? Yes. I mean, I'm not there. I'm just saying. Yeah. As a well, if Are you a... doing that, Tiffany? Yeah. It's grisly work. You do a decent job of it. Like, you get it roughly right, and then you kind of hold the Bodak in the right position. You're not sure if you're doing it wrong, if there's some other magic to it, or if the tablet requires not one of the Bodaks, but whatever the reason is, it doesn't work. I really don't. I wanna... would imagine the the magic can tell if it is alive or not. I don't want to lose an arm. Let's try the other door. The other no, they're, they're both identical. Uh, so you literally can't get out of this space. I think I know what the uh, sphere of annihilation is for. Artisimber <laughs> starts nearly hyperventilating. He's just doing deep in and out breaths. As he does that, you see he takes off one of his gloves. He stuffs the glove into his pocket, and then he starts undoing his greaves uh, and uh, armor on his right arm. Artis, you're... no. You're left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> you're an archer, stop. Belinda, do, you... do you have any magic to heal? Things like this? If... Uh, not to heal, no. 
most of my magic does not concern healing. What, what about putting someone back together if they fell apart a bit? I can only put someone back together post-mortem, if you understand my meaning. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. Do, uh, do you need to use a bow and arrow? <laughs> Just ask yourself this. What would Pop Mandarin do? He'd lose a fucking arm. I can't <laughs> let artists do it. <sighs> this is so good. Oh. Artist Simber from his right hand takes off his wedding ring. Stop! Oh, Stop! No! Stop! Valindra, um, well, if if you're kind of undead, could you could you maybe fix yourself? If to put something back together like that is beyond me, you would need a cleric at the very least. Oh, um, um, is she gonna do it? The door might not work for me. I am undead. But you came in. That is true. It worked for me on the way in. You're not a hundred percent sure. Whether or not that was an honest mistake, you just you just don't know. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you don't know if it was one way or the other. You just know. All you know is that you don't know whether or not it was an honest mistake. Um, I put the crown on. I. Oh yeah, I I have it. First of all, <laughs> I wrap my body around Arda Simba's right arm. Uh huh. And then I put the crown on. <laughs> All right, you put the crown on. Nothing happens. You feel no rush of power. Flask? You can't hear him. It's a thick stone slab. You just won't be able to communicate. See, the thing is, the thing is, I'm really brave at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, Recklessly so. Mm. Uh, I am fearless and I'm not afraid to take great risks. Mm-hmm. So what happens... Does it look like I, it has to be a specific side of the arm? The mural on the stone slab, the painting on the stone slab, is definitely holding up its right arm. The other side was holding up its left arm. Valindra imitated with her left arm and it opened. It might need to be exact. Oh, no. I look at the chameleon. <laughs> oh. Oh. I don't say anything, but I do look at the chameleon. Oh. <sighs> You can tell the chameleon does not get the significance of your look. Good. That's probably for the best. Um, (laughs) Oh, fuck. I glance at the fairy in the cage. She's incorporeal. She can't lose an arm. I cast alter self on myself to make it look like I'm missing my right arm. You try, but it doesn't work, unfortunately. I try. You can tell when you hold up your arm... You can tell that there's like some sort of magical trigger that goes about you or like a magical sensor that searches you essentially like a scanner of some sort. You also understand that there's like some, if you were smarter in the ways of magic, there could have been some way that you could have tricked it, but you do not know enough to be able to do that. Valindra, any ideas? I know it'll work. I'm just not strong enough. With Valindra's help, you manage to open the stone slab. It slides back down. We Arda, Arda screams run. from the other side of the room from where he's put his arm in there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone quickly leaves the room. Um, You're standing with flask of wine. Ardisember wipes away tears from his eyes that he had been concealing until now, puts his ring and glove back on. I imagine that all of us are standing there in silence. All Artis and I. 
Just in stunned silence. Valindra doesn't seem to mind too much. Oh, no. Much. No, that wouldn't have affected her in any way. But Flask, can Flask tell something horrible just happened? Not really, no. Flask of Wine is pretty exhausted himself still and also is not really that wise in the ways of other people. Well, then I say, you got it, Flask? That is good to hear. May I see? Yeah, I hold it out. It is very pretty. It would be worth quite a price, or it would be very pretty in a collection. He hands it back to you. I think it will be very beautiful in the collection. Should we try the door again? (laughs) What do you mean by the door? The one where Pop is. You return to it. Unfortunately, it's still sealed shut. You can't even see the marks you made previously. Good. When you inspect that door, though, you can hear the sound of sliding stone coming from the stairway that you just left, the room that you just left. If you return, you can see that both the the room is reset, essentially. Oh, okay. So now you can pass through it if you want. Oh, right, of course. The room had that north exit that you came through, and it's got a western one as well. Let's see what was in the other side. You stroll through and into a long, dark corridor. Artisimber, probably still behind you, I guess, has his torch out. So, well, actually, you have dark vision, so you don't need his torch. But he needs the torch. He's the only one in the party who... Do- oh, no, the, the lizard can't see otherwise as well. The lizard trusts me, I can only assume. Yes. You travel down that dark corridor. You can see that there's a turnoff to the right, and you can tell that that turnoff to the right exits into the room with the gargoyles. So you know that this room links up to that passageway where the gargoyles are. You instead keep going west, and you find yourself in a dusty room, 15 feet square and empty except for an ornate rectangular mirror mounted on the wall opposite the room's only exit. Hey! It's my house. It's your house. Come on inside. Get me out. I go and have a look in the mirror. because As you approach, Valindra puts a hand on your shoulder. I would not do that if I were you. Why? This is a, a mirror of life trapping. If you approach, the mirror will trap your soul within. It would have a command word to deactivate it and a command word to activate it, but uh, I would not know what they are. I could try to find out. May as well. There might be something good in there. She approaches the mirror, and as she does so, she, like, averts her gaze. When she gets to the mirror, she inspects. Mm, She shakes her head. The only... I cannot deduce the uh, command words from the mirror itself. The only way to deactivate it is if we smashed it. Artisembra calls out, could could there be something on the other side? Uh, I do not think so, but potentially. It is stuck to the wall with glue. Uh, A magical glue, not regular. Uh, Not just regular glue. Asarak had to skimp on some costs. (laughs) (laughs) What do you reckon we should do, Artisembra says? Would smashing it... Do I know anything about mirrors, magic, mirror, comma, life trapping? Does she mean? Does she mean if we smash it, the mirror will be destroyed, or it'll be deactivated? It'll it'll stop its effect. Anyone trapped? Well, you both know. Valindra mentions if you don't know, anyone trapped within will be dumped outside here. Well, there could be people stuck in there, right? There could be. Yes. I asked the chameleon if he knows of anyone who's been lost. The chameleon shakes its head. Uh, I, I don't know. Anyone could be in there. Well, we've already freed a genie. Is there a rock on the ground I can piff? Sure. You hurl a rock. Oh, no. <laughs> Tiffany, you take two points of damage. Ow! 
Does the rock bounce off in here? But I'm so strong. The rock bounces off and strikes you in the forehead. (laughs) No, keep trying to save me. Valindra. uh, Can someone take over this throwing task? Because it would be embarrassing to ask. (laughs) Valindra says, be prepared for a fight. There will be creatures coming out and some of them will be friendly, though some might not. She slams her hand onto the mirror, and as she does so, she casts the shatter spell. The mirror explodes into a thousand tiny shards. With that, wispy, smoky beings begin to form in the chamber. My ghost! (laughs) Oh my god. Nine figures resolve out of the mirror. A human, a cholton, you can tell. Mm -hmm. He looks ragged. The moment he appears... His eyes start darting around the room. He has, like, stubble all over his face. He looks, like, haggard and, like, he's been through the ringer. He's, like, slowly rubbing his hands over each other, and you can see that his mouth is moving, but no words are coming out. (laughs) The smoke resolves into nothing. So a second, like, ball of smoke hits the ground, and then you see nothing there, except... A moment later, you can tell that there's a shifting through the air. Something invisible came out of the mirror. Are they corporal? Corporeal? What did I say? Corporal. It's yeah, a rank. Are they in the army, Adam? No. <laughs> Good. Uh, you don't know if it's corporeal or not. I'm not there. Does the third, artists No, find- you are there. The third one is pop. I'm not a ghost. I'm a man. Yes. Yeah, cool. Well, you're a total. Well, I'm me, though. Well, like, you're I'm, a total goat. I'm... Mm, yep. The next creature to appear is a troll, a giant frenzied troll. The first thing it says when it appears is hungry. Then a drow appears. His eyes dart around and he also looks suspicious and confused. What, 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 what is all he's able to say? Then you see a human adventurer of some sort. He's wearing a tabard marked with a, a yellow banner. Hey, we found one. Hey. The next one is a giant four-armed gargoyle. You remember the, the motionless ones from atop the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then uh, a human female, a Chilton of mm-hmm. some sort. She wears furs and armor that mark her as someone who was probably imprisoned a long time ago. You can tell that she, she's wearing stuff that was popular like centuries or decades ago. Very cool. And finally is a sturge. So uh, I don't know if you know what a sturge is, but it's kind of like a D&D wasp or mosquito. It's about as big as a cat, basically. Imagine, okay. imagine a mosquito as big as a cat. Uh, I'd love to. What a world. What an awful, awful world. All right, so let's go to initiative. Why? Uh, the room becomes absolute chaos. Oh. <laughs> what, a, what a casual... Oh. That's literally the only thing Pop says. So we, it, it basically happens kind of at once. Is that right, Adam? Yeah, you all kind of appear at the I'm same about, time. I see you guys and I'm just like... Oh. And then... <laughs> it kicks off. Will our heroes rise out of this chaos like the phoenix... Or burn like the eagle. Find out next time on Once Upon a Time in Zombie Plagued Chult.
Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows on the Sandspans Radio Network, just head to sandspansradio.com and consider joining the Sandspans Plus community. There's over 20 bonus shows, a Sandspans Plus Discord, exclusive video content, and discounts on merch. Just head to sandspansradio.com and follow the links. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sanspans Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&Ds for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.